Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What would happen if you say what you want to say the words fall? Hey, friends. Have you ever said what you wanted to say and then you were met with resistance on it? Or maybe that person didn't see eye to eye with what your opinion was. Do you oftentimes have difficulty keeping it all in? Do you have any filter in your conversation at all? (laughs) Don't you just wonder, did I pick this topic out for me, John? Don't you kind of wonder that? I'm thinking maybe this is something. Yeah, I was wondering, Shug. That sounds familiar. (laughs) No filter. No filter. Uh, friends, my name is Shugbury, and I am the host of the best radio show there is, Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. And today's hot topic is called, When You Don't See Eye to Eye. And we are here with the infamous Todd Mulliken. Thank you, Todd, for joining us. Thank you, Shug. I appreciate it. Now, now as you can tell, we're not going to be going on my own wisdom on this, because this is where I'm going to be learning School of Hard Knocks. I've learned this in the hard way. Uh, Todd has been on our show several times, and I, the reason why I ask him is because not only is he full of wisdom, he loves the Lord. Uh, he's been there, done that. He's got a wonderful counseling uh, service. Look him up, toddmulliken.com, T-O-D-D-M-U-L-L-I-K-E-N.com, because I promise you, friends, after you're done listening to this show, you're going to want to look him up. Uh, and he has been married to his wonderful wife for 33 years. Uh, they have three married daughters, three wonderful sons-in-law. So you get to practice this already in your own home, Todd. Uh, he's a licensed professional clinical counselor and owner of Mulliken Counseling Center in Edina, Minnesota. Over 30 years of counseling individuals, couples, and families. That's a whole lot of territory that you have covered with people. Um, and the psychological, I'm not saying that right, psychology faculty at the Minneapolis College, Metropolitan State University, and Inver Hills Community College. He's the author of four wonderful books. Please go online and look up his books, buy them. We've done shows on his past books as well. And he's a speaker on a variety of mental health issues. If you'd like him to speak, uh, please look him up at toddmulliken.com. And again, Todd, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, Sean. It's so fun to be with you again. It is great. It is fun. We do have a good time. I appreciate it. Now, when you don't see eye to eye, uh, let's just get right down to the, the dirt of it. What are the most common conversations today that people are not seeing eye to eye on? Well, you know, you mentioned I've been counseling over 30 plus years, and I got to say the last two years, I think it's been hard to to have a reasonable conversation with a person about a myriad of very difficult difficult topics, right? It's never been harder. I don't think it's ever been harder. And so I've just been spending a lot of my time talking with couples, families, uh, businesses, uh, friends about how do we you know, how do we come together amidst our disagreements, you know? Uh, How do we do that well? And so, of course, um, issues that popped up the last two years that have made even more delicate, you know, I heard somebody say, you know, politics and religion are things that are difficult to talk about at Thanksgiving or Christmas. Well, now we can add COVID, right? I mean, 
it's been just as difficult, you know. And so I think I've just felt, you know, a lot of grief should, uh, for me about how hard it's been for people. And uh, so I've really felt very passionate about speaking about ways that we can try to do that better because, you know, there's a higher calling, I think, for us believers, you know. I, in other words, I think the thing I think I see the most, Shug, is like, you know, I know for me, if I'm trying to, uh, as the Holy Spirit's using me to bring somebody to Christ at some point, right? I have a friend who doesn't, uh, isn't a person of faith, and we're walking alongside them. I'm going to take some hits. I'm going to hear about all the hypocrisy in the church. I'm going to hear, like, I believe it's a hoax, or I don't know. I know Christians that are too judgmental. I'm going to hear a lot of things that I don't agree with, but I'm going to still hang in there with them, right, and listen, try to understand their perspective, because my ultimate goal is to see if they can come to faith someday, right? And so there's no way I'm going to have that kind of conversation with one of my friends if on these other societal topics I lose my mind with my friend <laughs> that I think differently with, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to play Switzerland. It just means I'm going to make sure that I am listening first, you know. I think James Wright said, I mean, James says, you know, quick to listen. Nobody's listening these days. Everybody has answers, but nobody's really listening to understand. Nobody's lamenting with the people that are broken. Nobody is listening, and nobody's learning. So I think our first step really is to, Make sure we're being listened, we're listening well, we're validating, we're understanding somebody's perspective first. You know, those used to be my two favorite topics were religion and politics. Ah, And, you know, and and you could sit down and you could have a conversation, a dinner conversation about them. Now you can't even bring it up. Right. And, And, you know, I hear people often say, uh, to you know, just to, they're they're just sensing the water to see if you got the COVID shot or not, or and they'll say, "Hey, did you have a reaction to the COVID shot?" And then they look to see what your response is, whether you had it or not, and or or even talking about sexual preferences. I mean, that's another big hot topic, um, right. as well as homeschooling or going to school or masks. Um, there's just a whole variety: marriage, living together, uh, finances. The list goes on and on. And I agree with you completely, Todd, when you say. It's gotten to the point where we can't even carry on a conversation where we may have different opinions. Right. And, you know, like the four skills that I have people try to practice is speak without offending, which doesn't mean oh, I've got to be really, really careful. No, it just means I get to speak wisely. Like I get to have a strong opinion, but I'm going to speak without offending, meaning like, yeah, I have a passionate view about these issues but i also want to but then i'm not going to offend because i'm going to say but tell me what you think too i'd love to hear what your perspective is that's a great comment i love to hear what your perspective is and then shut up and listen right and even if we think they're from outer space you know we need emotionally we need to make sure like hey you know i because otherwise yeah so i think that's the first step is am i speaking without offending am i creating an interaction or am I creating an interrogation? Am I a Pharisee that has all the answers? Because that's what Jesus got most upset with. Thank you very much. <laughs> or am I listening to understand? Okay, so that's the first step. 
The second step, I think, is even harder. How do we listen without defense? So somebody's coming at us with a perspective that we don't agree with, that we feel really passionate about differently. I'm still trying to understand where they're, where they're coming from. Because, I'm again, the theory supposedly is, <laughs> should, right, that as Christ followers, you know, Paul said whether I'm, what, in plenty or in want, I've learned to be content in all things. Right, so I'm content enough in knowing that the Holy Spirit is walking alongside me here amidst this very difficult conversation about masks, vaccines, race relations, uh, sexual identity, uh, whatever topic du jour we're dealing with that's so important in our world and delicate, right? We want to make sure as Christ followers, people leave that conversation knowing that they are loved, okay? Mm-hmm. And even if they see it differently than we do, or we see it very differently than them. So speak without offending, listen without defending. The third one is be okay with agreeing to disagree. I mean, God's still going to be on the throne no matter what happens after that conversation. So I've got to make sure that, I'm again, I'm not just, oh, we disagree, I disagree. It just means I need to make sure that I'm not trying to make sure I get the last. I don't want to be a last word Larry. I don't want to be a last word Lorraine. I don't want to be the one that brings it always back to me because mm-hmm. right? that's not going to make me be able to have a follow-up conversation with them ever about the love of Jesus. They're going to go, Oh, that guy just, you know, you know, he just brings it back to himself or he's always got the answers. You know, he always knows what he's talking about. I find myself saying all the time right now about COVID. I'm not sure. I'm not a, I'm not an immunologist. I really don't mm-hmm. know. Or I'm, I really don't know. I'm not going to see a hairdresser if I have a cardiac problem. Yeah. Right? So, um, where, you know, so I think people have all the answers about lots of things. And so I just want to make sure I'm in my lane and I'm representing Jesus, uh, but not, again, by, by being able to have the hard conversation, but making sure I'm listening without defending, I'm speaking without offending. And I'm agreeing to disagree. Mm-hmm. Then the fourth step is if I have offended or if all of a sudden I'm being ghosted by the other person because I shut them out for a bit or whatever, I want my fourth step is to come back and own my own part. So if I was a little bit too fire ready aim, some of us are fire ready aim, right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. We're speaking and oh, you know, let me think about it, right? And some of us, you know, just turtle up, right? So if I'm a fire ready aim person, I got to make sure that I come back like, hey, and I felt like my words got ahead of me there. I love you. I'm for you. Are you okay with that? I know we disagree. That one was on me. I mean, that's what a good leader does. We mm-hmm. own our mistakes. So I think as Christ followers in this time of life we're in, Shug, we really want to be aware in our conversations to make sure they left that conversation knowing that they were known and they were heard. Okay, I know you. I hear you. I see you. And even if we disagree harshly about something they know that they've really felt listened to they felt mm-hmm. respected and they felt they felt heard you know those are four excellent points um you know and for me i i never can learn enough in that area because i've been both kinds of persons I, i've been somebody who draws into the shell depending on what the topic is um and and feeling like the lord's kind of shut me down don't don't have any kind of counter comment and i've been you know aim ready fire too. You know, I got to admit that this is my personality. But um, I think what really is important to me is that I stay in prayer every day and I say, Lord, 
help me to get the love thing right, because that's really what this is all about. These are some topics, not all, but some topics that will come and go. They will pass. And what kind of impact will this make on our relationship? I mean, being just so animately uh, for my point of view and not theirs. And you know that comment that you said about um, we agree to disagree. Uh, there's been times that, um, and, and I know we're practicing that, that in our heads, we're, we agree to disagree. Okay, like, but I think to end that conversation too and say, hey, you've given me some things to think about. I really appreciate that. Um, and, you know, that that just helps where you can throw that out there and, and hopefully, you know, help them in that love area too. You know, we might not agree today on this, but you've given me some things to really think about. Um, and, and, and if you know, we, you and I have done a show before together on holidays and family. And, um, and I loved what you said where you just said, this is not, might not be the place and time to have this discussion. Uh, so choose that timing wisely as well, uh, especially yeah. now with all the hot topics that are going on today. And pick your battles, friends. You know, Scripture is really clear about this. Philippians 2.14 says, do everything without complaining and arguing. I'm still working on that, Lord, but, you know, I'm a work in progress for that. And also it talks about an angry person stirs up conflict and a hot-tempered person commits many sins. Uh-huh. So let's be that person where a kind word turns away wrath. Now, Mr. Todd, I want you to share with me what's the difference between being a person of unity and peace and a doormat. Mm, yeah, let's be peacemakers, not peacekeepers, right? Making, you know, one of the classes I teach is social psychology, and social psychologists actually have uh, a definition for peace, and it is healthily mediated conflict, right? So, say that again. Healthily? healthily mediated conflict. In other words, peace isn't an absence of conflict, right? It's more healthily mediated conflict. So I think we have to remember that. We're, I love I loved your posture earlier. I think we all do that, right? We either kind of shut down and just God's called us just to listen or, hey, I'm tired of that. I got to at least bring the truth, right? We we go too, too far on the truth side, too far on the grace side sometimes versus that healthy, murky middle you know, that Jesus is helping us in, living in the tension of both, right? What Jesus did all the time, right? He called things out sometimes and had lots of compassion. So I think we're all trying to find that healthy balance. But what I really loved about what you said, Shug, is is when we are in prayer and visualizing through the Holy Spirit how we want to be God's representative as we go into that delicate area with that friend, we know we're going to talk about a difficult topic. It really helps to pray it up. It really helps to remind us whose we are, remind us that the Holy Spirit is our advocate and our counselor and our wise guide and our, you know, our comforter in this time. So if I've got a, you know, a friend that really just shuts down quickly or really comes off as a a know-it-all, you know, I need to get comfortable enough in my own faith to know that I'm, I'm bringing in a healthy peacemaking responsibility here, where I'm saying my truth about how I feel, you know, about these aspects of COVID. And, but I also want to hear what their perspective is. Uh, so I think we can do, we can be peacemakers without being peacekeepers. Mm-hmm. And not to be a doormat, not to allow people just to trample all over you because, oh, she's a Christian, she won't say anything. 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I will. I mean, there are yeah, some topics I, I get pretty fired up about. And, you know, of course, the number one is defending our faith. Um, and if it's a salvation issue, friends, you better speak up because maybe this is a God appointment that God gave you. And if they're uh, slamming Jesus or, they're, or, they don't, or they think there's more than one way to heaven or they don't believe in God or the Holy Spirit, you know, you can give them all the scripture you want, but you're not going to win that discussion. What you need to do is talk about what Jesus means to you and how, who he's been in your life. And don't forget to talk about love. L-O-V-E, friends, love, because it is love that brings people to Christ and the love of Christ for us. So um, I just really encourage you guys in that discussion. Um, In 2 Corinthians, it says the weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. Now, friends, for your battle is not against flesh and blood. If you're not seeing eye to eye, maybe the enemy is is tugging on your strings and trying to get you to uh, uh, not be a good example of someone who's getting the love thing right. So keep that in mind. Uh, the weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have the divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And so I, I dare you, friends. This is this is Suge, little little high school Suge daring you to do something double dare. Get the love thing right, and don't forget to stand up for Christ and and the love that He has for each one of us. That's so good. I love that posture. Yeah, it's it's so good that we know that after that conversation, that person left knowing, like, wow, I felt heard, I felt listened to, and they also shared their perspective. I mean, that's. That's what our hope is, and we're not always going to get it right. You know, we aren't. But if we, it, so I think, I think the other thing should is when we're under when we're under stress, because usually these situations will bring stress to us. It's good to have God speak into us, like you were mentioning earlier. What about those people that are listening today that really do just turtle up and they just maybe we'll even use scripture like, hey, you know, love is long, you know, one of fruits of the spirit is long suffering. So I'm just going to endure this, endure, 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 and not say what's on my mind. Well, I would say to that person, no, you get to say what's on your mind. You know, you get to speak out, you get to come out to play and have God hold you in that. And you get to speak your truth in a way that's really powerful and strong because you're already listening, listening, listening anyway. Mm-hmm. You've got that covered. Now let's hear, let's hear your voice. But for those of us that are fire ready aim that tend not to listen first, we need to pray it up, right, and really get better at listening first. And that's a game changer, especially with your friends that have known you forever, right? I've got a friend that goes, oh, here comes Molly. He's just going to tell me what to do again. Oh, God. <laughs> um, instead, if I go, hey, you know, tell me what's going on for you. Well, that, that totally changes the dynamic. So I just think we need to be in prayer about what what are our tendencies under stress and how do we give those to God in a way that's gentle so it can help us soothe those rough edges that we all have. Because mm-hmm. they come out louder, whether it's turtling up or creating hailstorms, it comes out louder in delicate conversations when we don't see eye to eye, like you said so well today, Sha. Yeah, and, and please don't misunderstand me, friends, when I tell you uh, to speak about the love of Christ personally in your life. Scripture is powerful. It's God's word. It's God-breathed. It works. But if you're speaking to a non-believer and you're spouting off uh, Scripture, you just might turn them off instead of sharing about the love that um, that Christ has had in your life. Scripture has a huge place. And I tell you, it's the sword of the Spirit that will 
uh, slash down the enemy. But um, but just keep in mind that we're we're trying to accompany it in a loving type of a way. So these are all great tips. Um, Todd, how do we walk alongside with empathy and being codependent or avoidant? So those are your those are your two the verses empathy versus codependency or avoidant. So when you and I are empathetic, Shug, I think we're at our best self in Jesus, right? We're coming forward with knowing we're loved by God, knowing that we are enough in Him. He saved us. He's redeemed us. So empathy means I have, through the power of the Holy Spirit, the, the ability to put myself in the other person's shoes. Okay? And when I have that posture, when I'm walking alongside somebody, I'm going to listen better. I'm not going to feel as, well, this is my only time I can say this or, oh, we're disagreeing. You know, I just get to just, just try to understand where they're coming from. Codependency instead is that's the alternative. That's where we take on everything that's happened. We're saying, well, if I say this, they'll do that. If I do this, they'll do that. Or if I shut down and avoid now we're really we're taking on a burden that isn't ours to take on, right? Instead of giving it to the Holy Spirit, we're actually taking it on. So empathy, I think, gives us a strong posture to be at our best in these difficult conversations, especially if we don't see eye to eye. The older I get, the more I think empathy is a game changer. Mm. Uh, It's not being codependent, it's being powerfully empathetic. Mm. It helps me think of that friend who, golly, you know, um, his son has lost his faith and he's, actually listening to his son versus just quoting scriptures to him right away. He's just listening to his son's story because he's rocked his son. You know, he's held his son for a lot of years. Uh, Whatever story we're thinking about today, right? We want to make sure we're listening. That's why James says what he says. You know, he says, if we're quick to listen, that really gives us the first chance to walk alongside people. I love that. Empathy, friends. We have to remember that. And not only that, Todd, isn't it a practice? Don't we tend to go back to our knee-jerk old ways? Um, And do you ever have to stop yourself and remind yourself, be empathetic? All the time, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's a natural thing to want to be right or want to be liked. That's one of my books. One of my books talks about that. Which is a good book. Well, thank you. But yeah. And so those of us that just want to be right, let's listen more. For those of us that, that just want to be liked, let's engage more in the conversations. Mm-hmm. Amen for that. Um, friends, you know, I think what's, what's important, too, is that in 2 Timothy, it says, um, however, avoid pointless discussions, uh, for people will be more and more ungodly. And as the days are going on, friends, there's just some topics you don't have to talk about. Just leave it. You know, don't be judgmental. Don't judge the person because they believe in, you know, whatever you're talking about. Uh, you know, that might seem a little bit crazy. But uh, just don't be judgmental. Get the love thing right, as we have talked about. And sometimes just avoid those conversations that are needless, that won't be productive or be loving and encouraging to other people. Um, I think that's just what's so important. Um, Todd, how can we be praying for you and your family? Oh, wow, that's so great. Uh, You know, just pray for good health. Uh, My wife does a lot of work with uh, anti-trafficking work, so always be praying for her because she's right in the front lines dealing with that in her ministry. What's the name of her ministry? Uh, it's called Trafficking Justice. It's a Christian nonprofit out of uh, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. She's the executive director, so she deals with, um, you know, how to help get women out of the life uh, of being trafficked. So always pray for that ministry. You know, just pray for 
that God would continue to use uh, my counseling practice in a healthy way to to honor Him uh, in all that I do. Uh, you know, pray for our daughters and their marriages and all those things that really matter in the world. Um, yeah, they do. And you're making such an impact, you and your wife. Thank you. Praise God for you guys. Thank you for coming on the show. I'd actually like to tap in and talk to your wife too. get her on to talk about her ministry. Uh, friends, Jesus is the center of our life. We do look at all things through the lens of Christ and through the Bible. And in this upside down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, I think it's most important that we stay focused on what's important. And that's God himself. If you'd like to see more of these shows, friends, we are uh, listening supported show so please go to him for her radio women's hot topics push that donate button him and help us out use your finances to glorify god thank you todd for coming on you guys know Thanks, i sir. love you over and out Hey, ladies, this is Sugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies, and each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony how they received Christ in their life. This is Suge Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.